Fam Radio Network. Kids know I care about them. I visit all of the homes of my students before the first day of school. Parents will not allow us to be real with kids and to tell them the truth and to give them the grades they deserve. And when your child says, but why didn't I get a trophy? You say, you ain't the MVP, get in the car. Welcome to Every Classroom Matters. This is Vicki Davis, the Cool Cat Teacher, and you're listening to the show for busy teachers everywhere about the best practices that matter. Let's get started. Hey, teachers, let's engage kids. Today, we're talking to best-selling author and teacher, Ron Clark. Ron, you have a heart for reaching the hard-to-reach child. What's your advice to teachers about how to reach the most difficult uh, to reach students that we have in our classroom every day? I'll say it all starts with passion. You've got to, number one, let the kids know you want to be there. You've got to be smiling, have energy. You have to really want to do it because kids can tell if you, if you don't want to. And the second thing is just relationships. I found that all kids, whether they're challenging or whether they're well-behaved, they just want to know that you care about them. And so I work really hard to develop relationships, let the kids know I care about them. I visit all of the homes of my students before the first day of school. I try to use things that they see on TV or music that they love, and I try to wrap my lessons in my classroom. I just try to bring it to life and let the kids know that I do what I do because I care about them. Oh, that's such great advice. But, you know, here's the one thing is I've read your books and I've seen you present. Uh, I wonder where do you get all of your energy? Because, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I've got those relationships and I love the kids, but sometimes I just get tired and I feel like you don't ever get tired. Oh, my God. Uh uh-uh. I get tired all the time. Yeah, I get worn out, but I push myself and I have this philosophy that, you know, you only live once and we're all going to die. And I keep thinking one day I'm going to be in a coffin and they're going to fix my hair and people are going to come look at me. And it, it just kind of tells me that, if I know that's going to happen at some point for all of us, why are we not living to the fullest? Why are we not going for it? And so I just push myself, and I don't allow myself to kind of get down or get tired or get burnt out. I just say, you just got to keep pushing, Ron. When I was a kid, a lot of people in my family passed away, and it really affected me. And I realized that life is short, and you got to do all that you can with the time that you have. And also, I've surrounded myself with a wonderful staff of people who I work with and a lot of who you're around kind of will dictate your um, your feelings. And so what I do is I tell my staff that more than anything we do with kids or curriculum or parents, the most important thing that we can do is to uplift each other, high-five each other, bake for each other, give each other you know help, assistance. We've got to be a strong team. We can't talk about each other or be gossipy. We've got to be strong and connected, and when we do that, then it makes our lives easier. And that's so important. But you haven't always had those supportive colleagues, have you? No. Sometimes, you know, I've worked in places where I was like, help me. These people are going to drive me crazy. What I had to do is sometimes I just had to close my door, focus on my students. And sometimes people in education, y'all, it is hard out here on these streets. And so sometimes people can be really negative about our profession and teachers get really burnt out. So sometimes I just had to close my door, focus on my kids and continue to remind myself why I do what I do and not let myself get pulled into the negativity. It is a toxic waste when you listen to people gossip, when you listen to them whine, and it is about your students. You do have to choose to disconnect and to close your door. And I think, Ron, it's really refreshing for people to know that you don't necessarily, because, you know, you're Ron Clark, right? So you don't necessarily always get along with everybody, and you don't always have the energy, but these are choices you make, right? 
yeah, it's a choice. And you can choose to look around your environment and see positive things, or you can choose to look around your environment and focus on the negative. I worked with this one teacher one time, and she was negative all the time, always complaining, and she would say things about the principal. She would say, did you see Sleeping Beauty came in at 10 a.m. this morning? We can't come in. She was just always complaining. And she got on my nerves, but I found that I wanted to look her in the face and fuss at her and tell her to hush. But I found myself looking at her in the face and going, Yes, yeah, a crisis. Then I'd walk away. I didn't have the ability to look at her and say, won't you hush your mouth? But as humans, we just tend to not do that. We tend to let people complain and we'll say, yeah, I know that's right. Well, we're going to do, but we don't tell people to hush. But the lesson that I learned in that is that when I would be negative, people would act like they were agreeing with me, but they didn't like it very much. So it struck me and I realized, wow, I can never say anything negative. I've got to remain positive, see the good around me. And when you do that, You don't have so much weight on your shoulders. In the end, you're happier. Oh, it's so hard, though, because, you know, I think because teachers are so empathetic, we feel like we're the old uh, mythological atlas, you know, carrying the world on our shoulders. Like, it's our job to make everything fair and everything right, and we just can't make it all fair, can we? No, and it's it's about realizing that. And I, I tell my staff, the success of a staff or an individual, I think it lies in how you use your time and what you focus on and asking yourself, is it a waste of my time to think about this? Is it a waste of my time to dwell on it? Is this a good use of my energy? And I think one of the reasons why our school is so successful and people come to our school to want to replicate what we do is because how we are driven and focused on what we do. We focus on the positive, And when there's a problem, we tackle it together and we handle it. And I think when you have that type of mentality, you're going to have more success. But you know, Ron, we have a lot of teachers who are leaving schools because they think, oh, well, Ron has it easy and I have it tough. I mean, what are we going to do to get less teachers to leave this profession? Because, you know, I've been teaching now for almost 15 years and I've never had an easy year and I've almost quit once or twice every year because, I mean, what we're doing is just hard, you know? Yeah. Oh, I ain't going to lie to y'all. Some mornings I wake up and I will think, oh my gosh, I do not want to go to school today. And then I'll think, I don't think I ever want to teach again another day in my life. And look, my name's on the school. How am I getting out of this? I'm stuck. (laughs) I got to pull myself up and I got to go to the school. And it is a hard profession. And the average amount of time teachers stay in our profession is four years and two months because it's about teaching to a test. Teachers are not allowed to have freedom, and there's no creativity in our profession now. And parents are crazy, y'all. I'm going to say it. Parents are crazy. And we we have a coddled generation in America now where it's all about the self-esteem of children, making sure everybody feels good about themselves. Everybody on the the Little League team has to get a trophy. And it just burns me up because they all ain't that good. They all don't deserve a trophy. The person that should get the trophy is the MVP. And when your child says, but why didn't I get a trophy? You say, you ain't the MVP, get in the car. Let's go. That's why you ain't got the trophy. <laughs> but it's hard on us right now in our profession because parents will not allow us to be real with kids and to tell them the truth and to give them the grades they deserve. It's all about just coddling them in this wussified generation that we're raising. And it's hard. It's challenging to be a teacher. Well, and this is the tough thing as you know, people can look at you and say, okay, you're a best-selling author. But if you look at the criticisms of your books, it has to do with what you're saying right now the people who say oh everybody does deserve a trophy you know but isn't the research showing that when we do that that kids don't trust us anymore because if we say the same thing to everybody aren't we liars yeah it's kind of socialism it's kind of like we're we're building the kids up for failure when everyone gets the same thing like for example i baked cookies one time and i didn't give cookies to every kid i gave cookies to the kids that were working the hardest 
and the moms were so upset with me. I got like hate emails, like, why my child so devastated she didn't get one of these cookies? And I was like, you know what? If everyone, if all these kids get the same thing, they're going to end up being adults who expect to receive the same as everyone else. This is capitalism. <laughs> we need to teach these kids to work hard, and when you have a strong work ethic, that leads to success. But we're raising a generation of, of, of young people who aren't very likable because they feel entitled, and they want the world to give them, and they expect to receive, but they're not really ready to earn it. And one thing that we do as parents we're all, and as teachers, we tell kids, oh, she's gifted, she's special, she's, she's princess. And so the kids, they have this inflated self-esteem that they already are wonderful. What you should do instead as a teacher or a parent is to tell kids things like this. The way you just cleaned your room, that showed a great deal of respect for our family. The way you just spoke to that elderly gentleman, that was really wise. I, I really like that. Because when you compliment a kid's actions, the kid then learns that, oh, my actions dictate who I am. I'm just not already so wonderful and special. I have to perform in order to be praised. I love that. It actually reminds me of an old Saturday Night Live skit with Mike Myers and Nicole Kidman. They were playing little kids. And Nicole Kidman was the little spoiled girl. And Mike Myers is a little boy with ADD. And he turns to her and says, when you get older, people aren't going to love you so much. That's <laughs> so funny. That is what happens. I know when you know when you see kids that have never had anybody tell them no, and they start applying for college... And they can't go where they want to go. And they have friends. It's kind of like these kids who, who have, and not all of the ones I work with are that way, but there are some who they kind of like look to you like, what happened? We don't want them to get to that point and say, what happened, do we? No, and you've taught long enough, because I think I've taught just, just uh, maybe five years longer than you, but you've seen kids come through your class. You said to yourself, that child's going to go on to be something really spectacular. And then sometimes these kids, they fall short of what we know they could have done. And I think it's because we're setting them up for failure. We're setting them up to believe that the world's going to be easier than it really is, and we're not pushing them. And as soon as we start giving them C's or D's and expect more from them, the parents come in and they complain about what's wrong with our teaching methods, that the kids really aren't being more successful. I think parents in America think when a teacher gives A's, or B's that the that the teacher is a good teacher doesn't mean a good that's a good teacher. It means sometimes the teacher just wants you to leave her alone, <laughs> and so she knows if she gives A's, she's not going to have to defend herself, and the parents will kind of stay out of it. So we need to finish up, Ron. What is one quick thought that you can give to teachers to to say to themselves when they're having that really really hard day and they just want to quit? Man, I would just say no. You are not ended alone. No matter where you go, you're going to have those kids that try you. You're going to have those parents that are difficult. But it's one thing that bonds us. It unites us. And if we all stand together, if we stand strong and work together and just stay focused on what we're trying to accomplish, we can change the world. And don't let those negative moments affect you. I tell teachers all the time when the negativity comes, let it stop at your brain, deal with it, handle it, learn from it. But don't let these issues touch your heart. We all go into heaven. We all work hard. We're good. Educators are great people. You deserve to forgive yourself and not let your mistakes or issues with others affect you so much. I love that. So educators, remember, when you have those struggles, let it stop at your brain. And let's have a great classroom for our students. Remember, your classroom matters. And thanks for listening. You've been listening to Every Classroom Matters. If you think today's guest is helpful or inspiring, will you share this show with someone else? I'm Vicki Davis, the Cool Cat Teacher, and I'm here to help. So give me a shout-out on Twitter. And thank you for making the best practices here on Every Classroom Matters part of your busy day. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.